1: Welcome everyone to
2: WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa the Maestro of Wrestling. Great to have you guys with us once again. This is the place to be, folks. We're talking about past, present, and future professional wrestling, but so much more. You never know it's going call in. It's having fun. We're here in WCW Retro, and tonight we're discussing what-if scenarios in professional wrestling. So your favorite what-if scenario you like to share with us. Call us and give us your feedback at 914-338-1885. That's 914-338-1885. Anytime, turn the lights, live WCW Retro Podcast. Great to have you guys with us, as always. And before we uh, get to talking what if tonight, and amongst other wrestling news, I uh, would like to uh, give some shout-outs and plugs, if you will, Uh First off, uh, Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com. They have a big show coming up in, uh, I think, June, I believe, uh, in the, uh, High Point, North Carolina area. Uh, some big names on tap up here. Uh, Kurt Angle is one of them. Uh, Shannon Moore is another. Uh, I think Penta from AEW as well. Uh, that's pretty stacked so far. Uh, let's, I that check. Uh, so, uh, go to mastersofringentertainment.com to find out more information and how you can be part of this, uh, coming event. Uh, fishing with special friends at fishingwithspecialfriends.com. Uh, look up uh, interviewed hybrid wrestling in the Maritimes area in Canada at facebook.com slash IHW wrestling. Collie Fry Island Club. Find out what they're up to at a dot org. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, film news. Yours truly, Papa Stroh. I, uh, <clears throat> films are out now You can watch uh, Stench of Iniquity You can check out Vimeo.com uh, the, the address for it is Vimeo V-I-M-E-O Dot Slash Turnerverse Go there to check out Stench of Iniquity And watch it for free I, I star as an ancient vampire Named Abba In the film So uh, Check it out uh, Stench of Iniquity On Vimeo.com Also uh, The Devil's Daughter A Harlequin Story you can check out on YouTube. Just uh, type in "The Devil's Daughter Harlequin Story" YouTube search. Also, you can check it out on uh, Amazon Fire TV as well. So, the Amazon Fire TV users uh, through Dominus TV as well. So, okay, The Devil's Daughter. I, I star Doctor Arkham in that particular film. Um, let's see what else. Um, hybrid, be looking out for hybrid coming soon. The film hybrid. I'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, you can check out myself starting as the chief in the, uh, the horror series. Dusk, the USK series on YouTube. Uh, just go to youtube.com slash dusk, the USK series. Check out all three seasons of the dusk series. Uh, also, I'm, I'm gonna be on set soon for a horror sci-fi miniseries, as well as uh, a feature horror film that'll be out soon, uh, which I'll keep you guys informed on that as well. But uh, and as as always, keeping you guys up to date with the latest on films and everything else. Um. Appearances and uh, shows. Well, tomorrow night, uh, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash stroll the maestro, uh, at midnight Eastern Standard Time will be another edition by horror sci-fi show, The Stroh Zone. And tomorrow night's feature will be The Bat. Sorry, Vincent Price, so please tune into that. Um, this Saturday, I'm going to be doing commentary for Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, Rude Awakening Show, being held at the Craven County Fairgrounds in Newborn, North Carolina. Uh, bell time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're in the Newborn, North Carolina area, come check us out, Shockwave Wrestling. And for more information, go to shockwavewrestling.com or go to Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment on Facebook for more info. Um, yes, uh, lots of stuff happened. Um I'm going to be returning... To Extreme World Wrestling, um, their big events uh, April twenty fourth for Fight TV, and for more information, go to ExtremeWorldWrestling.com dot com info or look them up Extreme World Wrestling on Facebook as well. Um, <clears throat> also. Uh, uh, for more, like uh, for merchandise, uh, go to thestro.com/merchandise. I have uh, class, classic cowboy skull merchandise on sale, as well as Papa Stro Legacy merchandise on sale for all ages, including pets. So check it out at thestro.com/t-h-e-s-t-r-o.com/merchandise. My official website is thestro.com. I'm on Facebook at Stro the Maestro, uh, Twitter at Signs of t-h-e-s-t-r-o. Um, I'm on YouTube, t- subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. YouTube.com slash Stro Maestro. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Stro Maestro. Um, Twitch at twitch.tv slash real papa If you'd like to make a donation, yours truly papa stro. Buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. And thank you to those that have already donated. If you'd like to donate, yours truly, send it to my PayPal. PayPal dot m is a mary and Eat slash papa Stro. and all together it's PayPal dot me slash papa Stro. Thank you in advance for your support. And I'm accepting bookings for wrestling commentary. You'd like to cast me for your film, film or television uh, project, uh, for your commercial uh, endorsements, comic cons, conventions, seminars, uh, autograph signings, appearances, public speaking engagements, uh, radio interviews. Charities, what have you I give them birthday cards. I, I do a lot these days. A whole bunch and then some. hit me up. Throw at yahoo dot com. S T R O Number four Y A at Yahoo dot com. And if you'd like to be a special guest in the upcoming episode of WW Retro, hit me up as well at WW Retro at Yahoo dot com. But uh guys, we uh we're gonna be uh taking a commercial break and we come back We'll be talking what if Plus more wrestling news right here on WCW Retro So with that Stay with us
3: i the stuff And the girl can get it done.
4: General Adon, Nito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Stiles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOCNation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOCNation.
3: Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on Voc Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill of little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why.
2: And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys in and- seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOT Nation. Be there or be...
0: 6 p.m. Eastern, vocnation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. vocnation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday night's 9 Eastern on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to WCB Retro. Papa Stro here. Great to have you guys with us as always. And tonight, later on, we'll be discussing the what if scenarios in wrestling. So if you have a favorite what if scenario you'd like to call in and share with us, please call in anytime during tonight's live WCB Retro podcast at 914 338 1885. Once again, the number is 914 338 1885. So in the meantime, let's get to the news, shall we? To see what's happening in the news. All right. <clears throat> Uh, first off, uh, oh, yeah, Kurt Angle uh, recalls witnessing Stone Cold's WrestleMania 38 stunner on this good man. Let's see what uh, Kurt had to say about that. <laughs> All right, okay, here's, here's Kurt. I gave him a hug and said good luck to him. I didn't see him afterwards. I'm sure he was a little PO'd about Vince and the way he took the stunner. Yeah, I was crazy because Austin was chugging these beers and you could see his lips saying that mf -er." (laughs) Vince's timing was just bad, you know. He just didn't know when to jump. (laughs) He didn't know when you were going to go down up and down. (laughs) He thought you're going to go up and down and with Austin. He didn't expect the boot to the gut. He thought he was just going to stun him. So when Steve booted him, Vince went to his knees. Steve had to pick him up and tried to get him and Vince backed up into the ropes and he bounced off the ropes. It was like a disaster. And he uh, continues on. Don't get me wrong. It was an awesome moment, regardless of what happened with <clears throat> Vince and how he took the stunner. It was an incredible moment. Even my wife went out to the arena and it was, effing crazy. Everybody was off their seats going nuts, screaming to the top of their lungs. I'd never heard a pop like this. I was backstage. My wife told me it was 10 times figured out there. Well, I can only imagine. Oh my goodness. That's, uh, whew. being there to witness all that. Pretty, pretty freaking amazing. Pretty amazing. Okay, let's go on here. <clears throat> Another news. Oh, yes. The debut of Satnam Singh last night in AW Dynamite got a lot of people talking. Uh, it was right after uh, a classic. Match with Suzuki and Samoa Joe, where Samoa Joe captured the uh, ROH Television Championship, and uh, Satnam Singh, and along with uh, Jay Lethal and Sonjay Dutt, uh, attacked Samoa Joe after the match, and uh, it was a uh, it was Satnam's uh, debut, if you will, very uh, very 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 big fella indeed, and got whole wrestling world talking. Well, as it seems, so uh it makes you wonder uh where they go with Aaron Sopnam in AEW. All right, let's see what else we got here. Oh, yeah. Oh, my brother Booker T wants to see Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns. Let's see what uh, Booker has to say about that here. All right, and here's Booker talking about that. I don't see why Cody can't take the title... Excuse me. All right. Okay. I don't see why Cody can't take the title off Roman in the meantime. Roman could easily get it back by the time WrestleMania comes back around. We've got plenty of time to be able to switch that back. If that's the route we're gonna go in, if that's the route we're thinking, I would suggest yes, we go that route of rock and Roman because it's money. Oh, absolutely. For me, this is a case of giving the fans something totally different and unique. I talked about it. There's no way we cannot give the people exactly the story as written. Just because a lot of people want to see that story. A lot of people want to see me win against Triple H and just think about how many people are still talking about that story today because it didn't happen. Cody is in the position that that for that to happen for him. It seems to be something that we are working towards happening here relatively quickly. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, pretty big news. You know, Cody Rhodes, uh, Already making a big impact in WWE, you know, since his uh, return. So you know, we'll see what happens. But I'd love to see Booker T and Roman Reigns for the title. I mean, what do you guys think? Uh, let me know. And yeah, great, good stuff. And uh, t- I guess tomorrow night on Rampage, supposed to be a Texas Death Match with uh, the champion. Adam Page against Adam Cole. That should be pretty interesting. Indeed, yeah. Looking forward to uh, that particular matchup tomorrow night with Rampage. It should be pretty big. And they got uh, Battle of the Belts, I think, this weekend, too. AEW does. And uh does as well. So uh two big shows uh, tomorrow night for Rampage and then Battle of the Belts this Saturday. And I think that was I think that may be on TBS. I'm not sure. I'll just double check and make sure that that's so. Yeah. Let's see what what else is happening here. Oh, wow. Well, just to recap on um, the results for AW Dynamite this past uh, – yes, well, last night, rather. Let's, let's, get, let's get to the results, guys, if you missed it. All right. All um, right. Me get now CM Punk uh, Defeated Defeated Penta In the opening bout which is a really Solid matchup and which uh, CM Punk uh, made a bid To go after the uh, heavyweight championship Whoever that may be Whoever be beholding it at the time So uh, That was a big win for CM Punk over Penta For sure And uh, Let's see what else uh, Jurassic Express successfully defended their, uh, AEW World Tag Team Championships against Red Dragon, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish in a pretty solid tag team matchup for sure. That was a good match. And, and also tomorrow, yes, right, tomorrow night, uh, Blackpool Combat Club consists of John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Utah. We take it on the Gun Club, Billy Gunn and his sons, uh, so that should be a pretty solid six man tag tomorrow night on the AW Rampage. And also I think on uh I think it's tomorrow. Also, uh Jamie Hader and Tony Storm. And I guess the, they're in the first round of the Owen Hart tournament. They're having I think they're having an Owen Hart tournament for the ladies and the guys. So that should be interesting. It's really cool. That they're uh, paying tribute to the late owner. Sure. sure. Uh they had an upset here. Captain Sean D. defeated MJF with uh, Wardlow coming out and with a distraction, more or less. Uh, and so Captain Sean D. has got like two victories, I believe, with MJF right now. Technically, Yeah. it, and uh, he was MJF Wardlow seems to be. Uh, growing pretty nicely there, those two. Um, and Darby Allen uh, made a video about uh, challenging Andrade to a coffin match. So that should be interesting. Um, and the Jericho Appreciation Society uh, defeated uh, Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz by by a pinfall. Yeah, and their their feud is continuing on. Uh, once again, they attacked. Kingston, Santana Ortiz after the match. All right. And we got, uh, oh yeah, Marina Shafir defeated Sky Blue by submission. And seems to be buying to challenge uh, Jade Cargill for the TBS championship. And I did an interview with uh, Hook where uh, Tony Nice with Mark Sterling got involved, and in, it was like uh, they're brewing towards a match with uh, eventually Cook and Tony Nese, which that, that should be really interesting to be. Um Well, <clears throat> uh, Team Taz, uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee, and uh, I, I, a solid match up there in in from Ricky Starks' hometown. And let's see, let's get down to. Hang, yep. um, Yes, yeah, right. I think uh, Saturday at the um, Battle of the Belts, I think the Women ADLB Women's ADLB Championship is going to be Dunder Rosa, the current champion, against uh, former champion, now the Rose. And then, we'll see. and then we get to the main event, which uh, we were talking about earlier, where. Uh, Samoa Joe defeated Minoru Suzuki to become the new ROH TV champion, which uh, Sat Singh, interfered along with him, Jay Dutt and Jay Lethal.
1: So, this
2: is a a solid uh, show last night in the AEW Dynamite. And, of course, tomorrow night will be Friday Night SmackDown. And uh, it'll be interesting to see with the uh, tag team situation where the Usos are trying to unite the uh, Tag Team Championship just like uh, Roman Reigns did with the Unified Raw well, Unified, rather, WWE Championship and Universal Championship, so a uh, continuation of that, so we'll see if we get the match with the Usos and uh, RK Bro to help unify the Championship. We'll see. It could happen. Uh, we got a, a caller here. Um, calling in. Uh this is Professor Steve I believe. Uh welcome back. Well how you doing? Doing
1: all right. just listening in.
2: Oh, great to
1: have you. Yeah I was just talking about
2: uh the, the uh debut if you how will Satin uh, Um Thing. Satin on thing, yeah. Gosh. Uh um, you good know up so to that, bad, up bad to that point. Yeah. I mean uh, the show was great and all and just uh I don't know, it it it's did the ending of that show didn't seem like an ending of a, your normal AEW show.
1: <laughs> it felt like a WWE Heat segment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh it's I
1: feel like this guy's been training for a year
2: at the nightmare factory. I understand? Yeah, I
1: saw, Well, I also saw that he, he he did some a little bit of training at W years ago. And I guess he didn't work out in W apparently. Hmm. I don't know if so, they caught uh, him or if he left. But that was an reason. And I don't know,
2: it was with him and Samoa Joe in a feud oh Okay. Uh, no. uh, that's, it, uh, I
1: don't. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them feuding, but it's just it just ruined my mood after the Suzuki Samoa Joe match. I wanted this classic ROH Samoa Joe type match, and it was a good match. But then they just completely took away the attention of Suzuki. And annoyed me. It, it,
2: exactly. It was a ROH match. And it should have ended the way normal RH matches end, you know? But I, mm-hmm. I digress. Um, <laughs> so, now we, I guess we have a click going on with some J-Dut, Jay j Jay Lethal in, uh, sat down and Sat Singh. Sing.
1: And I don't think that's a bad thing for singing, because if you're going to use Sing, it's not that, that makes sense. But... Just feels like WWE, like the the way they're doing Lashley and almost, It feels like this is almost the exact same thing. Well, it came out with like with Andy, with right. Dutt being MVP.
2: Mhm. It came out
1: that Pat Buck
2: jumped ship actually from uh, WWE to AW in the backstage area. Uh, I it makes you wonder if uh, you know the, the, some of these guys. Coming in from the other side, basically, are doing some creative changes, if you will.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like he just showed up, so I would think he hasn't changed much. But we'll see if there's any rumors of what Pat is produced. Yeah, um,
2: but yeah. I mean, other than that, I mean, the show was just great. I mean, you know, what a solid opener with uh, CM Punk and Penta. That's really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like Penta, Skiro, that uh, version of Penta. and uh, it was definitely a good matchup between those two. Like, I like that Punk was uh, selling the leg at one point. It looked like he was going to do a run-up, but... She- off the corner, and I was thinking to myself if that was part of the match. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like some storytelling there.
2: Right. I, I, I thought the tag title match was good with Jurassic Express, and um, Red Dragon.
1: Yeah. Two of my favorite teams over there right now.
2: And we might possibly get a FTR Red Dragon matchup pretty soon, which I'm pretty excited about.
1: Yeah, I saw them uh, confront each other after. Yeah, it should be really good. And then FTR, will, I never thought FTR would be good in faces, but apparently they were with the Young Bucks and probably now with Red Dragon.
2: Yeah, that's probably one of the best tag matches I've seen them have in quite some time, the match they have the Bucks. Definitely. Yeah, a
1: lot of people a lot of people are bringing up I I still haven't watched Supercard of Honor. I wish I did, but uh I'll have to check it out soon. But um a lot of people are saying the FTR had like a really good week, like one of the best weeks of of any tag team because they had two classic matches with the Briscoe's and the Own Bucks.
2: Oh yeah. I I really hope somehow some way, whether it be Ring of Honor or AEW, that they bring the Briscoe brothers in for either or. They're like one of the best teams out there, I think.
1: Yeah. I think um, I think Red Dragon versus Briscoes would be good because I'm sure they faced off probably before on the run and I'd like to see that again.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. but I mean, oh, it's a good show. I mean... Up to that point, and I I really, and up to the ending, uh, I was really digging and Joe and Suzuki.
1: Yeah, I like the match. I just wish they'd got more time and the overrun been more about them. Yeah, because
2: I, I noticed closer in time to the, mat, the match, um, I was looking at the time, I was like, oh, man. They won't, <laughs> you know, because, you know, it just didn't look like didn't look good for them, given the, an ample time for the main event. Apparently, so. But I mean, they did yeah, what they could.
1: Yeah. Well, Excalibur kept reminding us that they were going to stick stick around. I was I was thinking they were going to have more of a ma- like longer
3: match, and
1: then, then I get this giant debut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Evidently, you were not alone because it's quite the talk of the uh, wrestling community.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, um,
2: uh,
1: uh, Jericho and Kingston group matches pretty good. Um, Kingston was wearing the Junker dog shirt. Um Oh yeah, I want to see uh, more Jericho in Kingston, but yeah, at that point, Penton yeah. was good, and I really—I was—I was looking forward to Suzuki, Samoa Joe, the both. That's why I had the reaction I had afterwards because, like it took away the mm-hmm. attention from it. Right, i um, i
2: don't know Suzuki. I mean, as as much as they built that matchup and everything, I don't. I didn't like the way, at the end of that match, that okay, Samoa Joe's the champ, and that's a, that's the last year you heard of Suzuki. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, you got two of the best wrestlers out there, and you, you just can't. I don't know. I mean, like I said, they could have ended a lot better with Suzuki. I, in in my opinion, because I mean. Like I said, one of the
1: best in the world. If there had been other wrestlers that weren't part time, I would have been like, whatever. Like, still would have been weird. But it's Suzuki's part time is going to go back to New Japan. Like, you think you give him the most time you can get.
2: And I I felt, I felt that Saptnom's debut could have waited until after all that. You know what I mean? Maybe a backstage mm-hmm. thing or interview segment where they're interviewing Joe and he gets attacked that way. But not, not in the middle of a high-profile high, high profile main event
1: like that. I mean, God.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, and then they turn off the light. For, it seems like they overdo the lights. They should do the they should do the lights out when it's somebody that knows. Nope, not everybody knows kind of thing, unless you follow NBA or India. Indian wrestlers, but yeah, they didn't. They didn't need that for him. He could have
2: just walked out right. there and, and interfered You know, I mean, just as impactful, probably yeah. more impactful. Right. You know, and, and it was a big letdown to people because they actually were thinking, well, maybe we'll get somebody we know, big coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And then
1: like a Cesaro uh, or something with, like that.
2: Right, right, but you like you said, like you said, it's overdone. It, they do it way too many times. Mm-hmm. It, it, it ruins the uh, mystique mystique of it, in my opinion.
1: What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it when but it did it for, like it when it for like it made sense for like yeah. Malachi Black or Darby Allen or Sting. Oh, of course, this guy, yeah. yeah. What, what did you no, think about uh, I, I haven't been watching Raw I'll try to change it but What did you think about Damian no, oh. Priest Doing the, the light Change And ending the match that way
2: ah, Weird uh, It's a head scratcher for sure it, I would like for them to explain More if, if they're gonna do it more often, I like to explain why the more the why they do it, you know what I mean? Because right yeah, now I, I, like, I think people people are confused. They don't understand what's happening.
1: Yeah, I like macabre mystique type wrestlers, but there hasn't been a whole lot of explanations.
2: No. And well, and you wanna even yeah. with
1: that you wanna halfway know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Styles, you're
2: like scratching your head,
1: just, like, what? <laughs> that's what that's what AJ Styles said I heard. Like, he was like, I'll let you know what happened, but this isn't over. Like, nobody knows what's going on.
2: Mm. It's probably shooting there. <laughs> oh, man. But maybe if they'll explain that a little more. You know, then I can probably get get with it. But right now, I'm just like everybody else. I'm just like, oh, okay, what's this? You know, I mean, so interesting with Edge doing it and all that. You know, I was cool. You know, I, that's his mystique. You know, I, I told you know, understood that, right? But ending the match that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> oh. Hmm.
1: <laughs> it was it was almost like the opposite of uh, Finn Balor. That wacky finish with Finn Balor Reigns where he like turns into the demon and then he like divine intervention like loses the reigns. Who's the heel but he's got God inside. <laughs> like what are you doing?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was crazy. Speak, speaking of Finn what do you think they're going to be doing with Finn going forward? I mean was
1: he even on Raw at all?
2: I didn't. I don't remember seeing him.
1: Yeah, and then Ricochet was just saying that he wants the IC title defended on premium live events. So did I, because I, I haven't been watching the TV, and Shinsuke Nakamura for like, the longest time been defended on any premium live events or pay-per-views.
2: I don't know why they stopped having it. Def- I mean, it's one of their top titles. I don't understand why they defended on
1: pay-per-view yeah. like that.
5: But why are you going to change when you the- got.
1: Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say, why did they change the belt if they're never going to put it on the pay-per-view?
2: Yeah, I, I don't understand it either. And see, now that there's like a unified champion, I mean, there's plenty of room for the IC title to be defended. <laughs> Exactly, and the U.S. title for that matter.
1: What did you think of um, the Rock, Young Rock teasing a Roman uh, Reigns WrestleMania match?
2: Uh, if they'll do it, gosh, you know they exactly. People have been waiting for that match for a long time. So I mean, if if they'll do it, I'm all for it. But they they gotta set a commitment to it and and start building it now. I think they they shouldn't exactly. just wait to the last minute. The book, you know what I mean? That matters money.
1: I think it makes sense for WrestleMania because uh, I think they're going to be in Hollywood upcoming. But um, yeah, we'll see if they actually do anything with that. Because that felt like a uh, seed planted. That's mm-hmm.
2: true. That'd be great. That'd be something a year long that people can get excited about. And in the meantime, they can do whatever the heck they want for the unified title. I mean, they can have it change back and forth, say if Cody would go after it. You know, I mean, they got plenty.
1: Right. Of I think Rock doesn't even need it to be in a title match. It, it's fine that they do, but I don't even think they would need that.
2: Yeah, that's true. And with Cody, in the meantime, even with Roman Reigns, I think that'd be a great story for now for the for the championship yeah. until we get to the.
1: Reigns. Yeah, I saw the segment he did about Bestby, so we we'll could see Cody challenging Reigns at some point.
2: And now that you know Brock's on hiatus apparently. I mean, Cody's the perfect guy.
1: Yeah, I saw that Brock was of him backlash. As a headliner. So.
2: I think he might be taking some time off for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if that's the case, uh, so I guess going forward, they're just going to have one unified championship looks like.
0: With reins. Yeah, I
1: think they... I saw a belt or it was gold. I'm not sure if that's real, but I think that would make sense if they have just one strap and stuff too. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. And, like, a champion going back and forth to both brands. You know what I
1: mean? I wish... I hope that they unify the tag team belts because so it's, it's like they don't really do the brand split seriously. So you might as well just have floating tag team champions.
2: I wouldn't mind that at all. Actually, I think it'd be great.
1: Mhm. That'd
2: be great. And maybe they'll have a backlash. They'll have the match unify the titles with um, Usos and RK Bro. Right hope so. That shouldn't you know, be a bad you know thing. No. And you know what I do with the IC title and the uh, US title? I just rebrand them in the t- as the top titles for Raw and SmackDown. Exactly. So like a Raw champion and a SmackDown champion and uh, a unified champion going back and forth with both brands. Mm-hmm. For, for their Unified the Tag Team, Unified Tag Team Championships. Kind of like you do with the women's tag team titles. They go back and forth of both brands.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: That would be a great idea. And you know, Natalya was just on um, NXT the other night. You see that?
1: I saw pics and I saw that she attacked Corey G. I actually might watch that because I like Natalia, and I think Corey J could possibly develop well.
2: I'm digging the interaction of some of the main stars going back to NXT, like Dolph Ziggler and now Natalia and a few others. It, and and sometimes, they, you know, AJ did there for a bit, right? And So I think it's cool to have the interaction with the main roster and NXT people.
1: Yeah, I I think that that's going to be the only highlight for me is seeing the women and seeing the the interaction between the veterans because it seems like it's not what it used to be where he was a super indie and now it's really developmental. So hopefully these main event, these main roster veterans can help beat the NXT talents.
2: Well, now that we've had Gunther in SmackDown, who do you think is going to be the next person to challenge him there at SmackDown, you reckon? Because I don't see anybody on SmackDown quite like him. He's quite different. You know what I mean? He doesn't yeah, I didn't, the even
1: see the, uh, I didn't even see his debut. Uh, who did he beat? Uh,
2: nah, it, it was just a, a local wrestler. Uh, no, it's it like a squash match. So it, you know, won't one of won the the main roster people. But his style is still different from everybody else's. I mean with it maybe except for maybe a Seamus or somebody. Mm hmm.
1: Is uh is Seamus on SmackDown? Or Raw? Uh, I think he's on Raw, right?
2: No, no, he's on SmackDown. He's got the whole click going with uh the, <laughs> The one guy, uh gosh, what's his name? Butch, Butch well, and Rich
5: Holland
2: and the yeah, other Rich Holland. That's that was the guy. Was, yeah, Rich Holland. Yeah, they got that whole clip going on there. On. Of course, there. Yep, there is Drew McIntyre. Got yeah, talk about Drew.
1: I'd like to see Gunther versus uh, Butch or formerly Pete Dunne. I think those two can run that back.
2: No, that'd be good. Yeah. That'd be really good. Mm-hmm. Now I I think Drew would be a a good SmackDown challenger for um Reigns in the meantime. Like say let's say he has Cody on Raw and getting Drew in SmackDown.
1: I would like to see um I see that Drew Gulag is on SmackDown. I'm like to see Gulag versus Gunther. I don't think yeah, I don't think like. Gulag would win, but that'd be a good match.
2: Yes it would. Yes it would.
1: I think um, um with Rico- with Ricochet being the IC champion, I think Gunther and Ricochet would be a clash of styles. It'd be kinda interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah it would
2: Yeah it would. And you know, I, w- I wish that Mania we could have seen Finn Balor and uh, Ricochet like champion versus champion. Mm-hmm. God, I would more than match that would have been. It'd be good Survivor Series to match
1: too.
2: Mhm. Oh yeah. Well, they got um. I guess the next big, the big pay per view for WWE. Of course they probably have a few before then, but um SummerSlam usually I have it around August or so.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's right. Um so and th- and next one obviously is backlash and but yeah. You know with the with the titles, I think it's a good thing that they're unifying some of these titles. Right. Because it's been long overdue, I think.
1: Agreed. Like, I know they want to be different than other companies, but it just makes sense to have
2: Mm -hmm.
1: less singles titles.
2: And I, I hope they do eventually the same thing with the ladies. Yeah. Unify their championships. So we're we're supposed to get an I Quit match, apparently, with uh, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair for Backlash.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't hear about that.
2: Yeah. um, uh, Ronda Rousey threw the challenge out and said they were going to get her answer like the next day or something which was that weekend, and then it was announced online that it's it's now official I quit match with Rousey and uh, Charlotte Blair for the
1: SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm surprised Charlotte won at Mania, but I shouldn't be considering that they're continuing the feud. So, mm-hmm. I think it would make sense for Rousey to get the win, and uh, We'll
3: see if their feud
2: continues after that. Right. Right, yeah. Um, it, well, it makes you wonder. I mean, that's probably the uh, only match I think that's been official so far was on Backlash. It makes you wonder mm-hmm. what the car it's going to be like. Because obviously we're not getting less than Reigns. And uh so makes you wonder like for example who who Reigns, if at all, will even defend the title against at Backlash. Yeah, th- I saw them do the yeah. attack Shinsuke, Nakamura on SmackDown, but I don't know if he's gonna be the guy to challenge Reigns or not.
1: Right. Um I think Edge will have a match with AJ Styles again. Either Edge or Damian Priest will. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Hope they make it a tag and have um, AJ find a partner. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Now it'd be cool if he had Finn Balor as his partner.
1: Yeah, that would be...
2: That'd be a good match, and yeah, was, and it, and it probably will be the time where they have the unification tag belt title match, Usos and RK Bro, which I, that'll be pretty good if that happens.
1: Right.
2: And then, uh, I guess evidently uh, now. <laughs> Sonia DeVille is the new challenger for Bianca Belair's Raw Women's title. She's doing the same thing she did with uh Naomi Yeah, Black, though, except, yeah, except they're on Raw.
1: Yeah, we never didn't get on why she hates Naomi either. But <laughs> it, it makes sense if she wants the title. But um I think I think they had to get... They, they couldn't do Becky Bianca again because I think Becky's too popular. I think she needs mm-hmm. someone to, to feud with, like a Bailey like the Velvet Soda.
2: Yeah, I I can see her going back babyface real quick. Becky Lynch?
1: And then I'd like to see them bring Asuka the, as a villain. Like, make her yeah. more serious, make make her do, like, her kabuki makeup that she used to do as Kana and just have her be mm-hmm. like a dark villain. I'm hoping this is what
2: this is leading to with Sonya and Bianca, right, where Sonya eventually brings back um, Asuka mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as, a, as a real ruthless villain. Villain like yes, he used to, assassin. <laughs> yes, I'd be all about that. Yeah,
1: I think I think if WWE can't think of anything for Oscar then they're blowing it because they should just turn her.
2: And and Sonya would be a
1: good mouthpiece for her, Roska. Yeah. 'cause Paige was a fan favorite, but Sonia could be kind of the opposite where she's a villain mouthpiece for Asuka.
2: Oh y you know, yeah, you're right. You know that could totally work. <laughs> and Asuka is a much better villain anyway. <laughs> I think.
1: Yeah, probably like her NXT run. She was like that dominant. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Rain of hair oh, yeah. was pretty good. I, I love
3: their NXT run. <laughs> it pretty
2: awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what happens. Well, this I guess this brings us to the, the, the what if segment of the show. So, um, Steve, if if there is like, if there's some uh situation in the past, you would like this, or in the present, rather, you would like to have seen. Ha- would like to see happen. Uh, what, what would those scenarios be? Uh,
1: if we're talking just from the wrestling shows, probably with Bray Wyatt beating John Cena at WrestleMania 30 because I, th- I think they sure struck when the iron was hot. And I think he was super hot at WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. I think him losing to Cena was a big loss. And they even played mm-hmm. that into the team character origin.
2: Right, right. Man, what what is segment you did with uh, Cena and The Fiend, or or Bray Wyatt, rather. It Remember at one far point far far there was like an NWO? Yeah, yeah, the NWO segment when they were NWO.
1: <laughs> it was like all over the place. Yeah, it was, was crazy. Even Eric Bischoff liked the segment, and not just because he was 30, but just how cinematic it was. That was wild. Yeah, I think I (laughs) like psychological horror, so that that really got my interest. Like, even though I like wrestling presented as a sport, just the way Bray Wyatt did that segment was pretty good, I think.
2: Oh, absolutely. Oh, gosh. And now what WrestleMania was it that he wrestled the Undertaker? Wrestling
1: at thirty one I believe when that was the the WrestleMania after Taker lost to Brock at thirty.
2: I just I don't know. Him and him and Taker I just feel like they could have done a lot more than they did. You know, going forward. Yeah, that.
1: um the match was okay and I liked the moment where Taker sat up after Bray was doing the uh, upside down exorcist walk. It oh was, yeah. It was it was cool but if Taker hadn't lost the streak to Brock I don't know. I don't think Bray would have won but I think the streak breaking would have made more sense for Roman Reigns and even Undertaker said that too. Mhm. Brock oh, absolutely. Was, Brock ran with it, but nah, I just he probably didn't need it. I think that's what Taker thinks. I I don't know,
2: I just think that they could have done a little bit more with that feud. I mean, they're both like supernatural like type characters.
1: Oh yeah. And the like the the build up you know I mean? was the build up was okay, but it would have been cool to have seen Taker more before that. Now those, Bray, two, like build. Yeah. Mm-hmm. now those two build, yeah. Mhm. Now those two, I would
2: love this scene in the cinematic match.
1: Oh, exactly.
2: Oh my God, that's epic for those two.
1: <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine all the stuff, all um, the cool stuff they could have done
2: in, in that type of match? Yeah, because
1: <laughs> Wyatt did it with Wyatt did it with the Wharton. He could have done it with Taker, I think.
2: Oh totally. I mean, that the stuff he did with the was okay, but I felt like the taker had been icing on the cake, it had been amazing.
1: Yeah, I think and AJ did it pretty well with Taker. Yeah, they did. That they was, had that was, that was it really well done. Pandemic. Yeah.
2: Mhm. But it that was really well done. Him and AJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bray, Bray, man. I just, uh I miss Bray, man. I really do. God.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, I, I, it was neat. Uh huh. I thought it was neat that someone asked Taker about him, and yeah, Taker was saying he's really got a lot more to give to the to wrestling, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope he can land somewhere. I'd like to see him somewhere else because I, I think he's been botched so many times in WE But if they mm-hmm. can give him something good to come back to, and not Randy Orton again, then yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him show up.
2: Right. Right. Because. I I tell you, that that Fiend entrance is like one of the best entrances I've seen in years.
1: Yeah, I think they made a mistake releasing him. I think I understand if he had other projects he wanted to do, if he had um, personal issues going on, but um, I think Bray White, just like Malachi Black, could be a really big moneymaker, like a merch seller. So, I think they're crazy mm-hmm. not to have him back if that Bray, just doesn't agree.
2: It, it, it'll be really cool, and I don't know if this will even happen. It probably, probably won't happen, but if he does return to WWE, uh, it'd be really cool if The Undertaker kind of like is the one to bring him in. Like, here comes Taker, right? And he, he points to the entranceway, and here comes the Fiend, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would be that'd be amazing. It's like he's resurrecting the fiend from the dead, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's be awesome.
1: Yeah, from necromancer.
2: Oh man, but who knows? Never say never, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, as we <what> said. <laughs> yeah,
2: can you imagine if some hap something would happen down the road in the past? And the undertaker would end up becoming NWA world champion at one point.
3: Hmm.
1: That's the thing though. If he mm-hmm. was um he couldn't be undertaking NWA for obvious reasons, reasons, 'cause legal reasons, but Right. Um was NWA still prominent? in the early uh because Taker showed up in ninety. So he would have had to have been yeah wrestling for NWA sometime or like before then. Like he wasn't W C W it was mean Mark, but I think it just depends Yeah.
2: Right, 'cause uh, I think I think maybe before he was Taker like when he was mean Mark, maybe he could have had a chance become NWA world champion at one point before he made the ship. You know what I mean?
1: I think as mean Mark, he would have been, for sure, he could have been a a TV champion.
2: But Mm -hmm.
1: if he could find something similar to Undertaker, he probably could have been a world champion. But Yeah. Now, I, did, I know he, he did he have had, a match with Luger yeah. for the U.S. title at one point,
2: but that, that yeah. me Mark.
1: I thought it was It's it, it very interesting that when he, when he was Master of Pain, his friend got soul taker in Memphis. It's kind of mm-hmm. interesting that he would go yeah. on to become Undertaker, the Reaper of Souls later on. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah,
2: that that, it it makes you wonder how that how that didn't happen. How he never got an opportunity to become champion for the NWA all all this time before he even went to WWE. But yeah, I just know
1: that (laughs) yeah, I just know that Oli wasn't high on him. Takers talk about that. No, yeah, he, it just depends on who's booking, I think. And Oli didn't think highly of Baker.
2: Kind of reminds me of what they told uh, Austin. Uh, what Bischoff told Austin that like he would never get over just the black trunks and. <laughs>
1: yeah, stunning, Steve. <laughs> Look at him now.
2: Oh my god.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, look at back then I mean, think about it back then it was even tougher on the uh like the heavyweights of now would have been the the junior cruiserweights of back then basically. And they wouldn't you know, some of the guys that are really over now and uh doing well, I don't think back then would have had given been given the opportunities that they are now and and which is a shame because You know, imagine how many great talents were held back back then. You know what I mean?
1: Who, just in general, like some of the most popular guys, or just in general?
2: Just in general, yeah. Like you could, honestly, you could put Brian Danielson in any generation, and he would do well, I think, with his talent. Oh yeah. Um,
1: yeah, because I know in WWE for a long time they had a formula or they had a certain quota that they had to meet where they just wanted big guys and I think Punk kind of broke that mold and then Brian followed mm-hmm. suit.
2: Oh yeah. Because I could see a Brian Danielson back in the day wrestling Noi Funk Jr. and Jack Briscoe and having stellar matches. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'd like to see him in there with Dutch Mandel.
2: Yeah, Dutch wasn't the biggest oh, guy,
1: but he was a villain.
2: And he was great. Oh, my God. In either role he was in, he was great. Dutch was. Mm-hmm. And he, he was a good tag wrestler, too. Uh, him and uh, Bobby Jaggers were a good team at one time. Mm. Uh, they They called themselves, I think, the Kansas City Jayhawks, I think, at one point. And they were in the Crockett Cup. Back in the day, when the Crocker Cup had a tag tournament,
1: you ever um um seen any Don Owens?
2: Don Owens, yeah,
1: yeah. I wonder if Brian and Don, like, because Brian's from the the Northwest. I think mm-hmm. if Brian had been in a different time, I think he would have been wrestling in Portland. Right.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Portland was a hot territory at one time. Uh, you know, Piper was a big part of it, too.
1: Yeah, I know Piper was, and then um, even Raven, Scotty, Scotty the Body was mm-hmm. Scotty Flamingo was over there.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that place was good at one point. Lots, um, You know, Buddy Rose came from there. As well, Mm -hmm. Um, uh,
1: I wonder if the fans were as wild back then. I'm sure they were given free internet.
2: Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah, man! Oh, the houses were just insane back then. But it's always cool to go back and watch an old table some of the events they had. Like, if, I, this, if, I had
1: match, if I had to do mm-hmm. a dream match, I had to do dream match: Brian, Daniel Bryan versus David Von Erich. Oh yes,
2: oh that'd be great. You know, David. I,
1: I, a lot
2: of the guys back then always said that David was like one of their favorite. The Von Erich. He was. He was very. Yeah, talented. even.
1: Even Harley Race would give him a lot.
2: Because David was the one von Eric. you know, other than Kerry later on, that would, like, hit the roads and travel to different territories.
1: Yeah. It's so funny that that Taker got to start in a bigger league because he looked like David.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've seen interviews with Gary Hart where he would talk about David was like one of his favorites back then, too.
1: Yeah, I heard he was the workhorse. Mm -hmm. But yeah, David,
2: David, and um, Brian Danielson, man, that'd be great. That'd be really good. I think... Um, I've always wanted to see uh, Moxley and Terry Funk go at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: that'd be amazing. I'm I'm glad they had that segment, at least. But, yeah, that would have been a really good match. And then, I I really but, thought they could right. done... If Foley could have gotten cleared, Foley and Moxley would have been a good match. Maybe... Yeah. Outside of the... Um, because Mark has talked about Probably it. ECW. Foley's talked I about it. I can see him in ECW.
2: Yeah. When, when, oh, remember yeah. when Foley was in ECW?
1: Yeah. I know they they almost they almost did a storyline in FCW, and I think that's where the Regal storyline came in because um, mm-hmm. I think Foley couldn't get cleared, but I love that they had a confrontation in public, and it wasn't like on, w, like, a WWE show. It was, like, Foley totally was talking to people and Moxley confronted them and said, you need to be hella camel. Like, that was really good stuff. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, they're shooting an angle in public.
2: Right. God, that'd be great. That'd be great.
1: Um, I saw. I actually saw Mick uh, post a picture with Terry Funk. He's still, uh, Visiting Terry. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that Terry's still... still around.
2: I would love to see Darby Allen and X-Pac go at it one time.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, X-Pac, he was wrestling at a... He was working at GCW, like, making appearances in the ring. hmm And, you know, Jerry Lynn works at AEW, so it wouldn't surprise me if Xbox nice. does making an yeah. appearance, because I think they, I think him and the Royal Rumble would have made sense, but they didn't book him.
2: Right. I You know what? I think uh, Darby Allen would be a hit in ECW. Yeah,
1: because, um, I think he could have been a sympathetic babyface there, too. I think um, he could have been thrown around like a Spike Dudley and get over mm-hmm. that way like a scrappy underdog and still have the edge to him. And um, I would have liked to have seen him versus Matt Bourne when Matt Bourne was his debut. He was reborn.
2: Yeah, that'd been cool. I I I've, I've always yeah. been a fan of Matt Borne, man. Even pre and you know, what I mean, Doink and all that. You know, what I mean, I'm just a big fan of his work.
1: Because I like that he's he did the half face paint, and I think that I think him and Darby would have played off very interesting.
2: Oh yeah, oh that'd have been really cool. Yeah, yeah, Darby I think would been a, been a hit in ECW.
1: Yeah, given his uh his uh, risk taking style. I think him versus Fabu would have been interesting too. Or a Taz.
2: Do you remember the uh what's it called? The Mean Street posse? Uh it was like uh the rich <laughs> it back in the WWE. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The rich kids. Pete Gas
1: and, and some of the uh
2: Gas yeah.
1: I, I always thought MJF
2: as the, would have been a great, like, forerunner, like leader of that group. He would have, he would have really got that group over, MJF would. Because he just kind of reminds me, you know what I mean? He would, like, fit in. His persona would so fit in with that click, you know.
1: Yeah, I think um, he could have pulled an EC3 and been, like, a, a relative with the McMahons.
5: <laughs> yes.
3: did something
1: like that or a uh, friend of shame right
2: that, that'd be a lot of fun to watch <laughs> gosh can you imagine
1: <laughs> oh man um I think my yeah, bi- my um, big what if my big what if is uh-huh. what if Muda what if Muda went to WWE because yeah it's like it could be very mixed it could be could be bad could be really good it just depends because I think Muda versus Taker would have been my dream match uh-huh. given how mysterious and popular Muda would have been and. Taker, I think Muda could play dirty enough where you, you could probably believe that Taker could be in, in threatened enough because Muda's got the miss. No, you know, you don't have to, even though Taker's much bigger than Muda, I think Muda could play dirty enough where Taker could be in
2: threatened. Right. Now they either could have brought um, Gary Hart in with Muda to WWE, exactly, or, or Paul Heyman would have been a great mouthpiece for Muda. Exactly,
1: because that's, oh, that's the one thing I heard. That's the one thing I heard from Bruce is that Muda didn't want to learn English. I'm like, yeah, but I should have just said right then. Like you could have brought a mouthpiece then. Like oh yeah. Yeah, they had the managers
2: there at that, at one time.
1: Yeah, was doing that too with Fuji and Cornette.
2: Right. And there you go. There's another one, Mr. Fuji. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: Mood and Taker, man, that would have been an awesome, awesome match. Oh, my God.
1: Because we never did get Taker and Sting and I think they went too long They, I think they yeah. almost could have done it if Sting had just not signed the TNA too many times but I think mm-hmm. Taker would have been great because they did Hakushi Taker in Japan but I think yes. they should have done a, the Namuda Taker match too
2: you know well long time ago watching Hakushi and uh, Bret Hart have that stellar match on Raw I've always wondered how Brett and Muda would have done.
1: Yeah, that would have been good because Brett did face Tiger uh, Mask 2, Masawa. So that's one mm-hmm. dream match that kind of happened because Masawa played Tiger Mask 2, but Muda's part would have been really good too.
2: Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Amazing. And uh, the Muda got. Man, if he wasn't WWE, yeah. can you imagine the the cool merch he would have come out with? Oh, man.
1: Yeah, I think his I think his face paint it would have been a good mass seller.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, he'd be huge, marketing-wise. Yeah,
1: I think he'd be like a, a Joker Snake, or he could be a villain, but he's super marketable.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I you know, he could go and not beauty about Moodo, he could let like, go with the best of them, like we just mentioned Taker, uh, Brett. Uh well him hell, him and Shawn Michaels could have had a great match too.
1: exactly. Um when I asked Ricky Steamboat about the opponent he wanted to wrestle, he said uh Shawn Michaels. I think Steamboat Michaels would have been good. I think that's why Randy Savage oh. left. I think Savage left it at it because he wanted to work with Michaels. But
2: Michaels was...
1: Win or, yeah, Savage was still ring announcing God. He met,
2: we, we missed out on Macho Man and Shawn Michaels. Good Lord.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we never... We never did get the Rock versus Michaels too, and I think I know why. For maybe it was back, maybe it's because Rock was a pretty hard guy. But um uh, that would have been that would have been interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting for him.
2: Right. Oh, right. Oh, gosh, Rock and Shell Michaels. Yeah, I, I heard that a while back there was some heat there, but I didn't really. Look into it, but you know, I kept thinking. I wondered for a while why we never got Rock and Shawn Michaels, Mm because that would have been, gosh, can you imagine how great that feud
1: would have been? Yeah, Triple H and Rock had some good matches.
2: Yes, they did. You know, Triple H. You know, with with the right guy. Triple H was just stellar, man. Yeah.
1: Even later in his career, Brian, that WrestleMania 30 match.
2: Can you imagine at the um, that Madison Square Garden incident, you know, when they all broke Fabe and started hugging each other, the click, you know, <laughs> right before Hall and Ax Yeah, the curtain left. call. Current call, yeah. Can you imagine if Triple H left with them? How that would have changed the whole industry?
1: Yeah, you probably wouldn't get DX, or it would be a different <laughs> yeah, version no. of DX.
2: Right. And we have a we would have we would have had a whole new NWO. Mhm. But Triple H is the guy that. I don't know how he would play second fiddle to Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? Because Triple H has got more of a leader. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I think it worked out for him. Obviously, yeah. given his relationship with Stephanie and uh, his right his role in the company.
2: Just like you know, I had reservations about Adam Cole at AEW because. Uh, Right, especially at first where he was placed, because I'm thinking Adam Cole, you know, he's a he's an alpha guy, you know, what I mean, he's the spokesperson, leader, you know, what I mean that like he was back in uh, NXT, right? And I, I just didn't know how he would do playing second fiddle to the elite, you know.
1: <laughs> I think he's gonna when Kenny Omega comes back. I think the story that's waiting to happen is him versus Omega, and you got Omega in the mm-hmm. Bucks, the elite versus. Adam Cole's Undefeated era.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I I think that's the next big feud right there. When
1: mm-hmm. Kenny gets cleared.
2: Yeah, that that that'd be a good one too. The Elite versus uh, what would you call them? Well, the the Red Dragon team, but I guess without Cole, you could call them.
1: I think you <laughs> could call them the Undefeated era or something like that.
2: So that'd be cool. Yeah.
1: Or the Dragon era or something. Mhm. Yeah, I am I'm, I'm with you. I think
2: that's gonna be the next big feud for AW. I hope it
4: happens. Yeah, I'm
1: that's, just that's waiting a for Omega to to get cleared and then I I'm sure he's busy though and then I heard that their game is coming out in the fall, in September. I'll be looking forward to that. I still oh, haven't gotten
2: yeah. a 2K right.
1: game
2: yet. Yeah, I hope it's a good... Hope It's a pretty good game. Hope so.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. There was like... Didn't they say there were some issues with the last WWE game? that weren't... They had to like fix or something?
1: I think 2K20, but they came out with 2K22 and I, I haven't heard much bad things about it, so I assume it's okay, but yeah, 2K20 was, had some issues.
3: Hmm.
2: Here's another one for you uh, as far as what if. It blows my mind that Dr. Death Steve Williams was never NWA world champion. <laughs> that blows my mind. I mean he's, well, he's held championships all over the world, man, and uh, God. I just never understood why he he never got an opportunity like to become NW world champion. That's just that's just crazy.
1: I think and him wasn't and Dan because he wasn't tough,
2: enough. you know, I mean, he was one of the toughest guys around.
1: I think him and Dan Severn would have been a good match. I'm not they, yeah. I'm not sure if they ever fought, but um, Dan Severn was NWA champion during the attitude era so I think yes, those two have right. done something
2: it makes you, it scratches your head it makes you wonder why that never happened
1: yeah especially given their shooter type backgrounds
2: he, he's got to be one of the toughest people I've ever met or, or have known period, Dr. Death, Steve Williams. I remember watching the the cage match. I think it was a War Games years ago, and he was in the ring with with the guy who he would eventually team with, being one of the greatest tag teams of all time. You know, Terry Bam Bam Gordy. But he pressed Terry the... over his head, right? Oh and yeah. And repeatedly did reps <laughs> reps now with Terry Gordy <laughs> <laughs> pressing him over his head, and he was bouncing him off the top of the cage. And yeah. My jaw just like dropped. I'm like, oh my god, this
1: this guy's insanely strong.
5: <laughs>
1: the the closest uh, that Doctor Death got was NWA Mid Atlantic Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. So he he did right. win NWA Gold, but not the top world title.
2: Right. Because I mean, he's. God, some of the things I've seen him do in the past has been amazing. I remember he, he picked up a uh, big boss man back in his Big Bubba, Rogers. And and Big Bubba was like, well, over 300-some pounds plus, right? Picked him up with one arm now, ran across the ring, and power slammed him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the most insane thing I, at the time I've ever seen, you
1: know. I think Unreal. I'm not sure – I'm not sure if they were fought, but I think Doctor Death and Junker Dog would have been a good match. Absolutely, doing the power slams and also because um, Doctor Death is—he's been billed from Louisiana before.
3: Mhm.
2: And you know that's another thing. I you know JYD had some title matches later on in his career, but it was like God, man. It is frustrating because, can you imagine if he had that same opportunity in his prime? How good that would have been.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh God. Great stuff because I mean he was, he could have been, I mean he was just at one point like especially in, in the mid South area. I mean he was just as big as Hulk Hogan and. Right. Any popular wrestler you can think of, he was he was huge.
1: Did JYD ever feud with Jake Roberts?
2: He may have had a match with him. I don't know if there's any like as far as a feud goes, but he may I have had a match with.
1: him. that would have been. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Yes, it would. Yes, it would. That, that that Jake did have a heck of a feud with Ronnie Garvin in Georgia for the uh it was for the T V the they call it the World T- Television Championship or something like that. Mhm. And uh, they had a good feud uh Jake and Ronnie Garvin did.
1: I guess my what if is uh what if William Regal hadn't had his personal issues and been a world champion. NWE because it seems like when he won King of the Ring he he probably would have been the world heavyweight champion around that right. time. Right.
2: I felt like he was on his way then to to being getting the top spot there at one point. When he won King of the Ring. Yeah. He got a huge he, push at one time.
1: Yeah. His his work with Finley, both N W C W and W E was pretty good and there was one mm-hmm. match where I think it may have been in the King of the Ring and he, like, Finley sold like he was, like, dead like, to Regal. Like, yeah. Regal beat Finley pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, he wrestled uh, Finley and CM Punk in one night,
1: I think. The win the
2: King of the Ring? Probably. Yeah. Cause i I remember how how like over he was, then they did the big push, and I was like, you know, I'm stuck about it. you know is it, it he's gonna get his time at the top, but then all the oh, other speaking stuff speaking
1: of speaking of regal um I like recently found out that he's he's got a podcast coming out called uh, gentleman villain I can't wait for that,
2: oh, that'd be cool, oh, can't wait. <laughs> Him and uh,
1: the Ro- him and Road Dog. and Road Dog will be interesting because you'll hear about the the Bullet family, the yeah. family.
2: Yeah, right. And now your Undertaker's coming out with the podcast.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Like that was that was really surprising because Taker for so long would never
3: <laughs> no, do press. Big daughter, and
1: yeah. then right once he retired <laughs> he. Once he retired, he did a lot of press, and now he's going to be doing a podcast. It's just insane. Yeah, I heard he's even got TikTok. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's probably his wife that does it, so that takes away probably, the thing of man. it. But it's, just, it's like, man, <laughs> he used to have such a mystique, and now he's on TikTok. It's probably just his wife. But it's like, whoa, what is going on? <laughs>
2: You know, I just saw Riggle on the AW's uh the show they have on YouTube. Yeah. And uh and and Riggle was showing his that. pet lizards. Yeah, he he shows off some of his pet lizards. He's he's got he's into lizards. And he shows some oh, of his yeah. pet lizards and everything. Yeah. It's kinda cool.
1: He he did um yeah, he did that with Derger E, and it was like Superstars like showing off their hobbies, something like that. It's like superstar toys or something and like uh, right. yeah, Regal is like super into Rept that's that's the one match that I wish could have happened was Regal versus Jake Roberts because my my oh, yeah. my angle would be my angle would be that Regal loves reptiles more than Jake Roberts does. And that could have been the story. <laughs>
2: He, he would he would uh, attempt to school Jake Roberts how to take care of reptiles. That's been hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> Lizard like, like reptile training, kind of kind of like he did with uh, Bobby Eaton's as far as etiquette.
1: <laughs> In the <blue>. yeah, he'd, <laughs> he'd be like uh, he'd kidnap his animals, but not out of not out of malice, but out of genuine care.
2: <laughs>
1: right. Oh, it great.
2: Oh gosh. Can you imagine the the segments they, they could have done with that? Oh my goodness!
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> that, that should have happened. I swear. Oh, we we missed out on that one. Goodness. God Regal, man. Regal has been an awesome champion for WWE.
1: I think you could have had a Sir William carrying around the the bag too. Right. No right, deep. right, oh my God.
2: Oh, that's been tremendous That, you know, that's that's got Wrestlemania match written all over it Him and Jake Roberts Jake the Snake
1: Wrestlemania or uh, Star Cave,
2: yeah <laughs> uh, can, can you imagine You know, you know him wrestling uh, You know, he wrestled Ricky Steamboat In WCW a few times, right? But can you imagine if there did oh, yeah. that type of angle in WWE when <laughs> um, Steamboat would bring out the sure. Komodo Dragon? Remember that? Yeah, I've I, I uh, never seen that. <laughs> and then he would school. Mentioned the school. Steamboat had to take care of his dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, I
1: actually remember. I, I think I did tweet that in Regal. I think the only reason why Regal wouldn't do that I think Regal's the type of guy that he wouldn't want an animal as a valet, but I did ask him about that, because he he replied Mm -hmm. back, saying he doesn't want to stress the animals, and I'm like, yeah. But if they could convince him to do some pre-tapes, that would have been interesting.
2: Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. I know he mentioned the AEW show he was on, that the room... Because they had a video. That was like a Zoom thing going on. And oh, yeah. Okay. Like, that makes uh, sense. the the That the room, the room that he was uh, in was like 80-some degrees. So it's, as, as I'm speaking to him, I'm probably sweltering, melting away. Because <laughs> <laughs> this room has to stay warm with the lizards, with the reptiles. Oh, man. Yeah,
1: that's Christ true.
2: Stuff. They had to be warm. <laughs> they were
1: cute, though. I, he, he was
2: showing... Them, uh, you know, some of his reptiles, and I forget the female's name, but he, he was putting them putting her over. She was such a sweetheart compared to the other.
1: <laughs> I wonder how many times yeah. he's, getting, he's gotten bit because I know Jake's gotten bit funny
5: <laughs> Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that should have happened though, Regal and Jake. Oh my god, that'd be tremendous.
1: And like there's a there's a a, a group in England called the snake that Regal took that literally. He is a snake pit. Yeah. He's a, a oh, shooter yeah. and a animal handler.
2: <laughs> he was talking about his uh, reptiles, and he was talking about his shepherd outside. He's got a shepherd. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. It's on. It, it's on
1: I Mhm. Yeah, I have it on me right now. I actually did hear his Jericho episode, and that was pretty intense because he was going through his medical problems in his in W oh, E yeah. WWE time in NXT and NXT. It was it's amazing what he was able to get through, like the the pain from working on his spine, and the fact that he. Mm had those had neck issues and that that never got taken care of from one of his matches with uh, steamboat where he took a where he took a bridge and
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's just amazing that he was able to wrestle for so many years with neck problems like that
2: right and if you if you, if you notice some of his latter matches that he had never lasted that long. They're very mm-hmm. short. And I, I believe that has a lot, that had a lot to do with it. And uh um, he was he was working through a lot of pain.
1: Yeah, he talked about Bryan really carrying him through their match. It was mm-hmm. uh pretty interesting lesson.
2: Right. Oh, they had
1: great matches, him and Brian. Whew. And uh I'm glad Cesaro was his last opponent in the uh, at least oh, on man. TV. Yeah.
2: yeah, what a match that was.
1: Yeah. So, I think if Cesaro does get signed, I think him and Black Bull Combat Club would just makes sense.
2: Oh, God. they would
1: be unstoppable.
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, it got to be amazing. You know, he's changed his name on in the indies now. You see what he changed his name to?
1: I haven't seen it. Is it Claudio? It, it, it's Claudio,
2: and the last name is Can't Cesaro, really?
1: spelled differently. Yeah, yeah, it's oh.
2: S, excuse me, it's C-S-R-O. He's using his last name. So he's using his oh, real, right. name, first name, Claudio, and using the last name, like, very similarly to Cesaro, <laughs> except with S. Well, that S- makes C- sense. Excuse me, C, S. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> that's, that's easier than Castagnoli.
2: But, yeah, God, that'd be great. It, now, you're talking about signings. That'd be a huge sign for AEW get him.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see Samoa Joe in there with, like, uh, Cesaro. I think mean, those two could carry up.
2: Oh, God, yes. Be amazing, and, and then, if he were to ooh, the the Blackpool Club Fight Club, mm.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually watching. I see the lizard right now. That's funny, but um,
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, this got brought up on another show, and somebody asked about what if uh, there was a woman to join Blackpool Combat Club and. Somebody mentioned Jamie Hayter but then the other name that came up was uh Serena Deep and I think yeah that makes sense. So I think if they, they were pretty winning great. Exactly mm-hmm. Serena Deep would be awesome in that group. Either her she'd be perfect. I think I think if I think Marina Shafir would fit, but definitely Serena Deep.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess he's Serena Deep. I mean that that'd be oh what a group that would make. Her uh, Yuda, uh, Moxley, and uh, Danielson.
1: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they, uh, uh Yuda, Danielson, and Mox—they got a uh, their Gun Club tomorrow night on Rampage.
1: Yeah, it's funny because um, Moxley's actually faced Billy Gunn when he was in the Shield, so mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see. How those two wrestle each other.
2: Right. Now, over on the WWE side of things, if they plan on splitting up Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, I hope Rhea ends up joining uh, Edge's group. Kind of be there.
1: Yeah, I think Rhea Ripley is rumored to. Mm -hmm join Edge's group. I just hope Edge gets the name for his group because there's no name yet. I'm just, we're right. just calling it Brew 2 or Ministry 2 or whatever. But, and then <laughs> now it's like, now my uh, fourth wall is completely broke because uh, uh, Brody King called it House of Black on Wish. Uh, ah. And I just keep thinking of House <laughs> of Black. Oh, man. Well, I, here's, I here's hope Edge's group does
2: well. I uh-huh. I, I could see the yeah. similarities. It, it was something that the Wrestle Talk guys were scratching their head at. Um, uh, what was? It? Oh yeah, uh, Aleister Black was talking about a match with Fluego de Sol. and yeah, they were scratching that one. No yeah yeah you know, why is he feud with riggley so? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like it'll be a good match, but I don't think you really need to build for that
2: yeah i don't I don't get that either
1: i don't I don't think they know what to do with black at the moment because they don't want him as champion at the moment that's that's Adam page down cold territory. But, I mean, who's the TNT champion right now? Scorpio Sky? That's probably what it is, is that... Yeah. Until you get the title of Scorpio Sky, I think Malachi Black should go for a title. I don't think he'll go for the world title, but mm-hmm. I think we just have to wait till Scorpio Sky leaves with that TNT title. But, um yeah, I think Malachi... Oh. Should get a big feud, and that there's no disrespect to Cueto. That's is probably really good, but I think Black should what, have a, a big feud.
2: When is Julia Julia Hart going to join the House of Black? I thought exactly I she was going to like way before now.
1: Yeah, I just hope I hope the payoff is good because we obviously all see it coming, and she was acting mm-hmm. weird during the Pillman. During the, you know, the varsity blondes matches and we've seen her with the eye patch and she's acting all weird. I just hope the, the, yeah. the payoff is good because I thought they could have done it by now. Yeah, me too. Like, she could have just taken off her eye, show off her, her weird eye, eye contact in and I think she could have just turned on varsity blondes during one of those matches and cost on the match. That would have been the payoff for me.
2: Right. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know. I don't know what they're waiting on. I don't Mm Be It'd be tremendous. Um, This has been great.
1: uh, Another talent that I think hasn't been utilized a lot lately is Ruby Soho. I don't think she's unhappy. I don't think she's unhappy where she is, but it's like I think her and Leva could be big fan favorites and I think, I, I know they want to elevate Jade and that's good. She has the look, but I think Ruby and Chris Statlander should be focused on more, I think.
2: Oh, absolutely yeah I've, I've always been high on statlander
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah i'm i'm hoping uh, things will heat up soon
1: oh yeah um um we'll just have to see uh, definitely. I'm looking forward to the coffee match at Darby Allen. Who's who's Darby Allen facing that coffee match?
2: I think on day I think.
1: Oh, yeah, that should be good. Um, yeah. There's still stuff to look forward to. But, um, sure, I'll, I'll let you uh, get any plugs in. Since we're that
2: no, 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 I was, I was, I was just going to ask you if you had any plugs You want to go out there, please, feel free
1: Yeah, I'm just uh, This Saturday In Richmond uh, United Elite Wrestling uh, I'll probably be there Possibly helping out um, Should be a fun show I think Red like, Titus is going to be there um, cool. Among other talents And uh, So yeah, it should be super fun. And then uh, 23rd, there's a concert in Richmond I'm looking forward to. And uh, I'm not sure what I'm doing in May because there's a lot going on. But there's uh, a show in Prince George called uh, Big Time Wrestling. So, and then New Japan's in D.C. that same day. So a lot going on mm-hmm. uh, coming up. So we'll see. But um, definitely enjoy calling
2: into retro and uh, pro wrestling interviews every Sunday.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, thank you and, and yeah, like I said, uh,
2: call call in any time, Always a pleasure having you. And uh listeners listening in, catch our guys of tonight's show, uh W C W Retro and today's date, 414, thousand twenty two on DUC Nation com. recap. Uh, it's been a great show. Uh, thank you Steve, uh thank you everyone listening. have a great rest of the week and weekend. Happy Easter, everybody, and we'll see you guys next Thursday right here at WCW Retro. I think we'll close out with some uh, NWO. <laughs> All right. Nice. Have, have a great rest of the week. Thank you, Steve. Happy Easter. <laughs>